What is up, bitches? It is officially New Year's Day. And as you can already tell by the time length of this, this is not a full-time episode. Um, Sierra is not with me. We will not be covering any cases. I just wanted to put a couple of updates out there. So first of all, personal update. Um, I go into this a little bit in the episode that's going to be posted, but a lot of things have changed in this latter part of the year for me. Um, My father died. Um, I ended up inheriting his house and having to uproot my entire life. Um, Not to mention his house was extremely in disrepair, which was a ton of work and is still going to continue to be a ton of work for years to come. Um, It's been a lot. It's, it's been a lot. You know, I'm, I'm working two jobs, going to school full-time, dealing with all of this. It's been a lot. And also, not to mention, out here, we don't have internet, which makes recording virtually impossible for me and Sierra to record at the same time. Because I, you know, she lives in Florida, and I live in Michigan. And if we can't communicate over the internet, it's kind of impossible to know, like, and record, you know. Um, however, I did record a new episode with my best friend here, um, as a little guest episode that is going to be posted on the Patreon. And I think in that video, I, or in that video, um, in that case, I mentioned about posting on the main channel, but I think it's going to remain a Patreon one for now, um, just because Sierra isn't in it and it feels weird to break tradition you know, and I'm fine with that. Um, what other updates? Is there any other personal updates? Um, no, we should be back with new episodes really soon. Um, so far the internet thing hasn't really worked out here. Like I said, I do mention it in that case. I talked a little bit about struggling with my internet. We did have them come out and fix it and it's just, it, it works now sort of, but not really. So, I don't think that's going to happen, so I think I'm just going to have to rent a space or find a different space to record. Um, But now just accepting that and realizing that that is kind of my reality, um, it definitely helps us move forward and start recording again. And things have finally kind of calmed down in my personal life a little bit right now, sort of. Uh, (laughs) So that definitely will help us moving forward. So I appreciate all of you sticking with us all of this time. It has been an amazing time creating this podcast for you guys, like getting to hang out with my best friend, talk about the things that are interesting to me, and just get to know all of you guys. Like it, It's really been an incredible experience. And I would love to further that experience. I would love to get to know you guys more. Um, I would love for you guys to join our Discord um, hit up our social media. Don't be afraid to message us. We love it. Like we love it. So I just wanted to thank all of you guys for just being so amazing and so supportive. And the last couple of years for me and Sierra, but like definitely for me, I don't want to speak for her, have been really, really rough. They honestly have been some of the hardest years of my life and all of our lives, like with COVID and just everything else that has happened in the last couple of years, it's it's been an utter whirlwind and most of the time not a great one. And the fact that you guys have been so understanding of that, it, like I know we always haven't, 
you know, been the most consistent, but we really, we really try. Like we genuinely try our hardest. Life is just rough. It's been rough. And you guys have been nothing but patient, nothing but appreciative of the content that you do have and never pressuring us or, you know, criticizing us for not always being able to be consistent. And like, you guys are the best. Like, like, I can't even express like you guys have allowed this to remain a fun, creative space for me and my best friend to hang out and talk about the things that interest us. You have never once made it a pressure thing. Uh, this, you know, that feeling of where I'm just creating content, but I'm not putting my heart into it. And you guys deserve all the credit for that. Like, it's amazing. And I I am ever so grateful. And I know that Sierra feels the same. So now that we're past all of the, the personal updates and my thank yous and welcome to 2022. I wanted to touch on something else that's very important to me before I, you know, post another case because this one isn't really, there isn't really enough information necessarily to do a whole case about. Maybe there is, but it, really it, it's, it's in progress. Um, so as many of you know, I graduated from MSU MSU is very near and dear to my heart. And one of the students who came for a football game to MSU, he came from GVSU, which is Grand Valley State University. His name is Brendan Santo. He came to MSU for a football game, was out partying with his friends, and is now missing. No one has seen him or heard from him since that day. And I'm going to read a whole thing from his family. So we'll get into specifics in a second. Um, but yeah, it's it's been, I think, 54 or 55 days now since he's gone missing. All of us are very concerned, very confused. Um, the way he went missing is a little bit strange. And, you know, they, they've been out searching rivers. They've been out plastering flyers literally all over the country. Like, I think we're in almost 50 states now. And, you know, it's it's really hurt us as a community. We're, we're, we're really hurting right now. And we're really, really, really rooting for Brendan to get home safe and for us to figure out what exactly is going on. And so everyone can have some closure here and hopefully Brendan can come home safe, come home to his dogs, to his family, to his friends who miss him very much. And so I'm going to read a little excerpt uh, from the family specifically because we have been in contact and I am very closely following this case. Um, I'd be out (laughs) doing flyers myself if I didn't accidentally have COVID. Yeah, forgot about that in the personal update. That did happen. I am fully vaccinated. Um, but I did manage to get the Omicron variant and I have been home and very sick, but that doesn't matter. I'll be back on the streets soon. Um, so this is from Don. Um, this is straight from his family. Brandon has been missing since Friday, October 29th, 2021, shortly before midnight in East Lansing, Michigan. 
He is 18 years old and is a Grand Valley State University freshman. Brendan traveled to Michigan State University with a group of friends from GVSU to visit another group of friends that attend MSU. The rivalry college game, it was MSU versus U of M, so like the biggest game of the year, um, was scheduled for October 30th. This was also Halloween weekend, so it was an extremely busy weekend. Um, He was last seen leaving Yakely Hall by himself, and his last cellular activity was on Beale Street near Michigan Avenue, which is not far from Yakely not far from Yakely Hall, which I can confirm. It's it's not far. Um, his friends believed he was traveling back to the Brody neighborhood where he was staying and visiting other friends. So Brendan was messaging his friends between 1130 and 1145 p.m. when his phone battery died. And he like he also said this like was going to happen. Like he was texting his friend like, oh, my God, I'm lost. Um, my phone isn't working. So like they know that he didn't know really know where he was um he like it's not a far walk from yakely to brody but like especially if you are unfamiliar with it like campus can definitely be kind of confusing at times like as someone who went there for four years like it can definitely be a little confusing and if you're unfamiliar with it like it it would be difficult um especially like i'm sure you know being up there he was likely intoxicated which is totally fine Um, But it definitely does make it more difficult to, you know, figure out directions and walk home. And obviously, it was very late and very dark. Um, So the phone cameras, the phone cameras, the cameras in the area were not working. So there is no footage to show exactly where he was or what direction he was walking. So we only know that that is where he came from and that is where he was trying to head. But we do not know if that's where he actually headed or if he went in the right direction, and there's no security cameras to confirm otherwise so far that have been found. So on the night that he went missing, Brendan was wearing a black Red Wing Yeiserman. Uh, Yeiserman? Why did I say Yeiserman? I know how to say that word. Yeiserman um, baseball hat, a black shirt, gray sweatpants with a zipper pocket, and white... Uh, oh, God. I'm not good at French. Comme des garçons, Converse high-top shoes. Um, We also have posted about this on the Instagram. I just want to follow that as well. If you guys have seen that, that is the missing poster. Um, Those websites on the poster will give you even more information about this and like pictures of him, etc. He was wearing a gold necklace with a Celtic cross on it. He was carrying an iPhone 12 in a blue case with no screen protector and a dark brown wallet. He did not have his car keys, but he was carrying a set of keys belonging to his friend's 2004 VW GTI. Neither Brendan nor his friend's vehicles were moved all weekend. Brendan had purchased a Halloween costume earlier in the day on Friday, and that was still in his vehicle. The information the police obtained verified that the battery on his phone had drained to 100% at the time he went missing. Brendan was reported missing by his friends the following day on Saturday, and there has been no financial activity on his account since the early evening of the 29th. There were no Uber or Lyft charges noted. No unusual activity has been noted on any of his social media. His friends have all been interviewed, and they have been completely cooperative with the investigation. Um, None of his friends are going to be mentioned by name, Um, that is something the family wants. That's something the friends want. That's something we all want. Um, 
Like I said, they have been fully cooperative. Nothing suspicious. They just want him home. Um, yeah, so, sorry. <sighs> this is upsetting. Um, so, they are all devastated and miss Brendan very much. As you can imagine, that they have a lot of what-ifs and maybe if I had done this, like all of us are doing. They're all just young kids, so try to remember what happened when you were that age. No one ever thinks this kind of thing will happen to them. Their family would like to thank all the law enforcement officials working on Brennan's case. Their continued efforts and support mean very much to the family. This continues to obviously be an, inv an active investigation. A task force was formed, which includes the MSU campus police, the East Lansing police, the FBI, the Grand Valley State University police, Ingham County sheriffs, Michigan Attorney General, the Michigan State Police, and the Oakland County Sheriffs. We are clearly taking this very, very seriously. Searches have been made by foot, drone, helicopter, canine units, boats with sonar equipment, and certified divers. The task force continues to investigate Brendan's digital footprint, and they want to know that the warrant is required for the majority of this information, though. And there's no specific time frames for providers or companies to supply the information requested. So it might be a while before we can access this. Everything we know is either from people obviously watching his social media accounts or, you know, friends, etc., who have shared those messages openly and have been like, yes, this is the last thing he was saying to me. In addition, there have been two civilian searches done by 800 plus volunteers of the MSU campus outdoor areas. There has also been a search into a ravine area on campus by volunteer rock climbers, and a civilian paddler search on kayak and canoe have also been performed, and they want to give a big thanks to everyone who participated in that. The area covered was from Beale Street to the confluence with the Grand River. No items were found, but there is a local paddler group and local paddlers that will continue to search the river on their own. Any searches of buildings and structures on campus have to be done by the task force. As there is no evidence at this time of foul play, searches of residents would require resident permission, um, so this has not been done. Please keep in mind the task force does not have unlimited personnel and need to manage their time based on the information available. There have been numerous tips reported to the tip line, but unfortunately none of them have been fruitful so far. The river has been searched extensively and none of his items have been found. None of the civilian searches found any clues either. We have continuously asked people if they were in East Lansing that weekend to check their phones for photos or videos that might include Brandon in the background. Okay, I'm going to pause here for a second. There is more than I'm going to get into. Is someone who went to MSU in his, you know, I, I've been there for Halloween. I've been there for the U of M MSU games. It is insane. It, you might think, okay, it's late though. It's 1130. This is a college party town. Like it's busy. The streets are packed at 1130 still, and they're going to be packed until like 2 a.m. So the, the likelihood that people could have photos or videos with him in the background is very, 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 very likely. If you were in the area at that time, or if you know someone who was in the area at that time, please, please beg them to look through their Snapchat memories, their photo roll, anything to see if anyone has caught anything in the background. 
it is so very important and could give us a huge, huge clue to what happened here. So, please. Anyways, continuing. Um, we have received several recommendations for outside services and we are keeping a list. As this is an active investigation, some of the recommendations are not viable at this time. Also, we may not comment on if which, if any, we have looked into to protect the integrity of Brennan's case. We can report that the Adventures with Purpose cannot help as they only search for vehicles in the water. We have had several services, services donated, such as billboards, Facebook, Instagram ads, graphic designs, printing services, other type of advertisements, and catering for the civilian ground searches. Not to mention the amount of time and energy everyone has put into posting, sharing, and putting up flyers. Aunt Dawn herself would also like to thank her BBH team for all the hours and hours they have put in helping with social media. She also would like to thank all the volunteers that helped run the civilian searches, and a lot of preparation was put into those searches to make sure they ran smoothly, and they went great. I mean, they would have gone better if something would have been found, but as far as like smoothness and the way they ran, like it, it was great. Um, there have also been a few fundraisers. Painting with a Twist in Rochester Hills and Shelby Township have um, both ran fundraisers that have been completed. Um, Ring True also has an ongoing fundraiser. Um, there also is a Facebook group for all of this information, um, which will pop up. You just have to search like Brennan Santo into Facebook and the Facebookers will pop up. The one that has missing, I think it's like missing MSU Brennan Santo or whatever. That one is not ran by the family. It's ran by students at MSU. Um, and that one's more speculative of the case. Um, there's also another group that is just ran by his family that doesn't, I don't think you can even like post on it. They, they just post on it and say like, Hey, this is what's going on. And then there's a third Facebook group, which is the one that I, I think I'm actually a part of all of them, but um, that's the one that I have talked to the family through. Um, that one is ran by the family, but people are allowed to post and like they're, you know, there's been a lot of community posts and a lot of community support. So I just want to note that those are out there as well. If you would like to get more information, more links on fundraisers. Um, I know that they're also coming out with some shirts um, so any of that, if you want to do any of that, it's all through the Facebook group. Um, this last little bit is actually, um, just a little bit about Brendan himself. Um, whew, okay. So Brendan would not leave on his own accord. He is a good kid with a kind heart and a zest for life. Brandon always has a smile on his face and loves to make people laugh. I'm sure you can tell by all the pictures people have posted. He's an intelligent, athletic young man, to us, still a kid, who loves playing hockey and lacrosse. Brandon is very excited about college and his goal is to get into cyber surveillance in a computer-related field. He loves to cook for his friends. He has many, many friends and is very close with his family. He also goes out of his way to help someone in need and is known for taking younger kids out under his wing. When talking with the parents of his friends, they have all said they are so happy that their son or daughter has a friend like Brendan. I keep referring to him as genuine because he's always himself and he truly cares for others. Of course, no one is perfect. And from what I've heard, his hockey gear is extremely smelly. <laughs> Smelliness aside, 
In this world right now, Brendan is the type of human we drastically need. Our family misses him very much, and we remain hopeful that Brendan will be found and returned home to us. In this day and age, it's hard to believe a person can just disappear. No one has come forward to say they saw Brendan after 11.45 p.m. on 10.29. The campus was packed, yet not one person saw them. That's why it's so important to keep getting the story out there. So as one person that might know something can give us a lead as to where to look for him. And it could be the smallest thing. You literally could have just walked by him. Or even just seen him crossing a corner. Literally anything. Like, no one, like, if you saw him in trouble and you didn't stop to help, no one would blame you. No one's upset. We just want to know what happened to him. Sorry, that last little part is me. But genuinely, like, it, it could be the smallest thing. But if you think you saw him in any way, please say something. And like I said, no one would blame you if, you know, you saw something bad happen and you didn't say anything you know, at the time, or, like, you didn't, I mean, you, like, didn't, like, you know, help at the time. Like, you saw it, and you were scared, and you didn't help. That's okay, but we need to know what happened, and we need to find him, and his family needs closure, so if there's anything, even the smallest thing, anything that you think you might know, please come forward. You can... Also, if you think that this information will incriminate you in some way, you can report it anonymously. The tip line is anonymous if you choose to make it anonymous. Like, you do not have to put yourself out there if you don't want to. But Brendan has been gone too long. He needs to be returned home. And his family and the people of this community are not going to give up on him, no matter what. So, that is my piece, Um, but I'm going to leave you with some social media information. Like I said, um, there is the Facebook groups. Um, On Instagram, there is an Instagram account that is Bring Brendan Santo Home, and Brendan is B-R-E-N-D-A-N, and his last name is S-A-N-T-O. Um, on Twitter, there are the BBH Warriors. And then um, there's some hashtags. There's hashtag bring Brendan home. Hashtag we love you, Brendan Santo. Hashtag raise awareness for Brendan Santo. And then um, if you want to make a tip, um, the tip line can be reached at 844 996 so 844-99-MSUPD. Um, they can be made online at tips at police.msu.edu. Or tips can also be left anonymously on www.crimestoppersofmidmichigan.com. So, yeah, this has just been kind of an update and a call to arms to try to help find someone in our community. So I will leave you guys with that, I suppose.
I hope you guys had a lovely holidays. I hope that you guys are staying safe. I hope that you guys are staying warm. And I hope that your 2022 started out on a great note and continues on a great note. And just remember, we're all in this together. I know. I know it's been a lot for all of us these last couple of years, but we're all in this together. And Sierra and I are here for you. And we know that you are here for us. And that's it. Have a great 2022.